Good morning, safety leaders, and welcome to this episode of the Safety Wisdom 10 Bits, brought to you by the Reliance Steel and Aluminum Safety Team. This is episode number 20, and my name is Rick Lang, Safety Specialist for the Central Region. Before I begin, I would like to give a big thanks and appreciation to corporate HR colleague Tom Welch, Anthem Client Executive Cindy Gregg, and Medical Director Dr. Lenneris for their willingness, direction, and guidance in my research for today's podcast. I've entitled this episode, Expect the Unexpected. What does that even mean, to expect the unexpected? Well, very simply, it is not to be surprised by unusual events or a phrase that is often used to tell someone to be ready for something they know nothing about. We've all heard of Murphy's Law. Anything that can happen will happen. Of all the subjects of safety that we could be talking about, this is one that has become very interesting, yet one that is the least prepared for. We train continually for first aid, CPR, and many other emergency situations. But what about the unknown illnesses that our colleagues face that we know nothing about? Based on an article from Online Journal of Issues in Nursing, health conditions such as asthma, allergies, heart conditions, diabetes, gastro reflux, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, medication side effects, or cancer and its effects that flood our workforce. Within these illnesses and conditions our colleagues are facing, it also brings into the workplace an effect on productivity as well as absenteeism. In another article from the Health Policy Institute written in the year 2000, More than one-third of today's workforce between the ages of 18 and 65 have at least one of these mentioned illnesses or conditions. It was also estimated that by the start of 2020 that half of the United States populated workforce would suffer one of these illnesses. Unless your colleague informs you, we think nothing about them until something happens and catches us off guard. It is not my intention to violate any standard that protects our colleagues from sensitive health information without their consent or knowledge. However, I believe that we should be prepared as the Boy Scout motto puts it. I have found that the best way to be prepared for situations such as this is to continually build healthy relationships. Here are four essentials in having a healthy relationships with your colleagues. First of all, communication. One of the greatest yet overlooked forms of communication is simply listening. Without the ability to listen effectively, messages are easily misunderstood. If there is one communication skill that we need to master, listening is it. By just listening to your colleagues, you can learn more about the key areas of their life and not even ask a question. Secondly is respect. 
Treat people how you'd like to be treated, with kindness, courtesy, and politeness. As you listen, respect your colleagues' wishes. Third is to trust. Trust in the workplace means your colleagues enjoy a culture of honesty, psychological safety, and mutual respect. Trust in the workplace also helps your colleagues feel secure in their jobs, boosts morale, and in turn reduces turnover. And lastly is support. Support from the workplace can help increase your colleagues' feelings of competence and therefore their level of interest in their work. Colleagues who feel valued and supported perform better at work and go beyond their required duties. As your communication, respect, trust, and support grows, so your relationships become healthier. The next step is to educate yourself with the illnesses and the conditions that your colleagues are facing. There are a couple of good resources that I mentioned in this at the beginning of the podcast. I, the first resource is workplacetransitions.org and the other is ojin.nursingworld.org. I will do my best to make sure that these resources are available to you. It is also recommended by Dr. Linnerus to help monitor healthy conditions by considering a blood pressure pulse automated cuff in common areas. As you continue to communicate, develop, focus, invest, and serve with no strings attached, you will open up streams of provision that flows both ways. Let me once again encourage you to use smart safety practices in your workplace. Stop. Stop your coworker from completing an unsafe act. Mention. Mention to your coworker why you stopped him or her. Act. Act on the engagement of finding another solution. Review. Review the unsafe act again with the actions that were taken. Train. Train others in the resolution that was discovered. I hope that you've gained a safety skill today. If you know of anyone who could benefit from this episode, please pass it on. Safety is everyone's business.